everybody. Welcome to the X Button Podcast. Hope everybody's having a great Monday. We are back at it like a bad habit. And you know what? Today is the last Monday of the year. We are finally here. You already know. It's the last week of 2021. A crazy year. A long year and a short year. And it feels like... 2021 had many ups and downs, whether it's like social or video games or entertainment. So I would like to do a year recap at some point. Probably it's going to be a busy week, probably on Thursday. I think tomorrow will be the Hawkeye review if you guys are interested in that. And today we are reflecting on old games. And then Thursday will be the, well, sorry, not Thursday. Friday will be the game of the year for the X Button Podcast 2021. And, of course, we will be planning some new stuff for next year. Uh, kind of like a New Year's resolution. Revol- resol- revolution. and uh, Revolution. We're going to go all the way around. And basically set up the, the framework for Season 2, a.k.a. 2022 X Button Podcast. Basically setting up this new future for the podcast and breaking down into a newer structure. I'm going to try to stick to it as much as I can and kind of have something better, something better to where you guys can kind of expect what kind of content is going to be coming instead of having it to be like, all right, what's going to be today? Oh, it's a Hawkeye review. I didn't watch the show yet. Let's skip it. You know? So I kind of want it like, I kind of want it set up to where it's not so cluttered and just random. I kind of want it to have, you know, off topic Wednesdays or, uh, you know, uh, news Fridays or, you know, uh, you know, video game reviews on this day or whatever. Uh, so I'm still working on that. We will see how that comes out. Um, but how did everybody have, how did everybody have, how did everybody have their weekend? I hope everybody had a great weekend. You know, it was Christmas. So if you do celebrate it, it was a good one for me. I absolutely love my family. I appreciate spending time with them. One of my highlights was actually sitting on the patio of my parents' house and drinking hot chocolate with my grandma um and we we just got to shoot the shit about stuff and talk about life and uh my granddad and just like family matters and uh the whole thing and just joke around and it was just it was so much fun spending time with her uh and we got to play speed of course all all the all the family members came over and friends and we we gathered around my parents house and played speed with my grandma she's really good at it i think she kind of cheats at it to be honest um and then you know we had a good dinner breakfast kind of it was at like three so we got to eat like breakfast food we had biscuits and gravy we had uh i think there yeah there's bacon there was sausage just breakfast foods orange juice you know uh then they had desserts like cookies and stuff it was a weird you know weird to have that next to breakfast foods but we still ate it of course we did why not you know i'll tell you what I absolutely am grateful for my family. I appreciate everything they do. Um, And I feel like there's no but to this either. It sounded like I was setting up a but, but there's not. Uh, I'm just grateful for my family. I appreciate everything they do. So I love you guys. If you guys are out there listening to my very small podcast, I appreciate it. Um, And then, you know, let's just just hop into like a little bit of the nitty and a little bit of the, hmm, I don't know, gritty. Um, so where do we start? Where do we start with this? Um, 
I kind of want to get into like revisiting old games and I kind of want to talk about news stories today. Uh, this is, like I said, a very busy week with, you know, we'll talk about this year in review. Uh, we'll talk about the awards we're giving out and we'll talk about basically, I'm not sure if we're doing the structure for 2022 this week. We might actually, but I might save that for like the first episode back. Um, and then, you know, we're going to have some extra stuff in there just like today is gaming related. We're, we're kind of sticking straight to the point and, uh, we're going to go into it right about now. And of course I closed all of my tabs. There it is. We found it. Okay. So basically, uh, I wanted to start with some new stories and then we will transition to the topic of the show. We will see how long this episode will be whenever we're done with it. Uh, I'm not sure how long it's going to be, but. Uh, there's no plan here. We're kind of like coming in a little rough, you know. It's been a long weekend of no work, hanging with family, not even being able to play games. It's just, just been so busy. And I, of course, of course, I mean, of course. I had the Guardians of the Galaxy review on Christmas uh, Eve. And of course, I still haven't beaten that game. I still need to finish it. So that's like clogging up the backlog right now. And not to mention, I have other games to play that need to be addressed. And on top of that, I'm getting back into some of the older games that are going to fill out this this uh, dead space until, what is it, February? Late February? Um, or no, late January. Because um, February is busy. So getting started, we will start off with the GTA Trilogy having a make good by Rockstar. This is by Joseph Noop from... What is this, IGN? Yeah. GTA Trilogy owners on PC can now claim another Rockstar game for free, which is pretty awesome. Um, it's a make good as well because obviously the game is not performing the best. Uh, obviously, I did a review on the podcast and I personally didn't have a ton of issues. There were a couple things that have actually been fixed since then. So uh, it would be kind of interesting for me to kind of revisit that game and see what they've done. But I hear on cer certain instances, the game is literally unplayable and it breaks easy and it has many issues, uh, and it's not immune to any of these things on PC. If, matter of fact, it might be even worse for some people. So, as it make good, it says Eurogamer reports. So this is this is IGN reporting about Eurogamer reporting. Hmm, weird. Eurogamer reports that Rockstar is giving PC owners of the game of the GTA trilogy remaster one of the following games for free: GTA Five Premium Edition, GTA Four Complete Edition, Max Payne Three, which is a great game. L.A. Noir, great game. Bully Scholarship Edition, great game. You have until January 5th, 2022 to claim this. Um, of course, this, you know, this issue, they don't, they don't have to do this, right? They All they really need to do is just make the game playable. Uh, I think all these make goods that some of these companies do are very beneficial to just the overall morale of the community. So it is a good thing to kind of get ahead of this a little bit because it is a drastic issue. I know a different company kind of made the game, uh, but it still is no matter what Rockstar's issue to deal with. Um, I do find it interesting that it's only for PC. I wonder if that's a thing because uh, it's just easier to do, you know, maybe it's, maybe it's not as easy. You probably have to work with Sony or Microsoft to kind of get it on the consoles. But the, I think it is a little weird because, you know, the console editions of these games were not immune. So I don't see why it's only for PC, but hey, it's, you know, it is what it is. Um, you can also accept an alternate offer of a Great White Shark card in GTA Online or 55 Gold Bars in Red Dead Online. 
Uh, let's see if there's anything else on this, which it doesn't look like they are. Um, so on November 20th, they had the latest update, which I don't think they've updated it since. Um, but it basically fixed like the rain issue and some loading and save issues. That game is a tragic mess. Um, it is unfortunate too, because it's such a, it's such an easy win had Rockstar overseen it a little bit better. Uh, there's no reason for a, you know, whatever, 10-year-old, 15-year-old port to come out and fail like this is bad. Uh, it's not doing a bunch different. Even the graphical upgrades that they've made on it aren't that crazy. Uh, outside of the controls, the gameplay is still relatively the same. It's not really changed there either. So it having issues is, for the most part, inexcusable. And uh, if it is like a game-breaking thing that you're dealing with on that game, then it's understandable that you would be upset and it's understandable why this is out now to kind of, you know, pat you on the back for spending the money still. And hopefully you uh, accept the gift that they're offering. Cause it's not a bad deal, but these are older games. I mean, rockstar doesn't really push out new games or anything, um, you know, prominent. They've been pushing out GTA five for the longest and uh, red dead came out like three years ago now. So uh, it is a little weird that they are like, all right, sorry for that. Here are a bunch of old games and here's a bunch of, uh, what is it, you know, credits and stuff to spend in our online communities, basically DLC microtransaction stuff. So um, on one hand, that's cool. But at the same time, it's like, it also kind of feels like you're saying, hey, sorry, this game was bad. Here's a free other game that we know is working if you want that. Uh, and it's older. I mean, all these games are older. If you look at GTA 5, I mean, that's like 2013. That's the newest thing on the list. So, eh, eh. And then uh, Naughty Dog developers named their games of the year for 2021. This was a nice little article on IGN. I recommend go reading it by Adam Bankhurst. Uh, Naughty Dog shared their list of favorite games that inspired, excited, and above all entertained us in a blog post. And it all began with bug snacks. Uh, let me click the blog post. And let's see if we can get a little bit of love on there. Okay, here we go. Here's the actual list from Naughty Dog themselves. Uh, 2021 was quite a year for games, both as a developer and as a player, whether we leapt through jaw-dropping wild worlds and Ratchet Clank ripped apart or leapt through time and death loop. We feel privileged to not only make games, but experience the incredible work of our peers and, of course, have a blast. Um, so some of the games that they are listing are... Well, we'll just go down the list. So... And I just think this is interesting. I don't think it's like, obviously, it's just a opinion thing. But it's, it's interesting to see another developer kind of show love to other developers. Uh, and I think that's always positive, so I kind of want to talk about it. Uh, it looks like, and I'll, I'll just do a couple so you can read it yourself if you wanted to check it out. Didn't want to cover the whole thing. Uh, Christian Gerling, vice president of Naughty Dog, gave Bug Snacks Game of the Year. They said... Uh, this is a unique and great game for my seven-year-old daughter and I bonded over. We worked together and took turns at different bugs and all of their special strengths and weaknesses made for a compelling adventure slash puzzle game. Hashtag would buy again. Uh, Matthew Gallant, game director, gave it to Deathloop. Said set, setting an immersive sim in a time loop was a brilliant idea. Every space you visit and revisit becomes richer as you gain new tools, <clears throat> new information, and new appreciation of the environment storytelling. The art direction is also stunning, layering 60s Bond villain mansions atop abandoned bunkers from Lost, all on a gorgeously rugged and desolate island. 
More importantly, Deathloop helped me break my bad immersive sim habits. The time loop structure gave me permission to let go of playing flawless zero kill, zero alert runs and adopt a more improv improvisational and chaotic playstyle. This is typically particularly true when invaded by a skilled Juliana player, instantly recontextualizing the map I had been stealthing through into a thrilling cat and mouse arena. Um, which is awesome, I think. And this was also given their game of the year for development director Waylon Brink, Brink, uh, Kurt Marginu, game director. Uh, and then you have a couple more games on there from, you have a lot of actually game shows on there, a couple of them being Returnal, Metroid Dread, and they give little snippets on what they thought of it so i'd recommend go checking that out it's uh naughty dog's favorite game of 2021 list basically on their site so uh it's just fun man i'm glad like they actually put stuff like this out just like when they did the leaks for they didn't do the leaks but when somebody leaked the internal emails of like xbox or something or whatever that was i can't remember what it was i think it was just like an email hack um and xbox uh internal team reviewed the last of us 2 and it was like gushing about how great it was i absolutely love things like that because it really sheds a light on like yeah there is competitive business stuff going on obviously the 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 heads of sony and microsoft don't really want to they they want to get ahead of things that are obviously going to make the business grow but at the heart of these companies are a bunch of you know dedicated passionate developers who appreciate everything that's around them obviously whenever they do get free time like the person i said who uh christian girling who likes buck snacks they are talking about how they bonded over it with their daughter so obviously you know that free time they do get with their family and they happen to be playing games they kind of appreciate it more and uh you know these like i said th these are just a bunch of passionate people who are making the games we play uh also enjoying the things that other developers are playing and I, you know, they have no reason to be competitive with these other developers when they're all progressing in the gaming industry as a whole. And that's what these passionate people are wanting to do who provide your games. And uh, I think it's awesome to just kind of get in their heads a little bit and see the behind the scenes. Also like behind the scenes stuff and documentaries. So I'm a little bit of a nerd of it. So if you're not into it, that's fine. Um, and then speaking of Deathloop. This is a weird transition because I kind of stopped talking about Deathloop. But in that article, they were talking about Deathloop. And with Deathloop, it's a game that I am going to return to. I saw it on sale recently and I bought it. Okay. Sue me. I'm just joking. I bought it right before Christmas. So I don't have it yet. But I look, it looks like I'm jumping back into that game. You know, it is a. Is it, it's an amazing game by Arcane. It's their last hurrah on PlayStation. I don't know if they're ever going to do another PlayStation game or if Dishonored is going to stay multiplied or whatever they do next. Uh, I don't think, I guess it would be Redfall. Um, I don't think it's going to be, obviously, I think that is Xbox exclusive, but I don't I don't know if they're ever going to be back on PlayStation unless they do like a Deathloop 2 or something. I, you know, who knows? Who knows what the future holds, but the game is very, very good. I actually did enjoy it a lot. It has a loop mechanic. You're kind of chasing down uh other players if you invade as juliana and their whole goal is just to get through the level and assassinate somebody or you know get their mission done whatever just progress through the story and that has like a bunch of interesting and hilarious moments and it gets intense it gets sweaty um and the voice actors are great so it's got a lot of stuff going on for it and it reviewed very well it got tens and shit everywhere so 
if you are interested in that game, I'd highly recommend it because I think it's on sale in certain places. Uh, and that's kind of wanted to get into what I wanted to get into in this episode a little bit, <clears throat> not knowing how long this is going to be probably just a nice short 20 minute episode, but, uh, getting further into that, I wanted to say, you know, when do you kind of decide to hop back into older games? Uh, obviously there hasn't been a lot of progression since I stopped playing Deathloop because it's still a relatively new game. However, if you compare it to a couple more other games I'm hopping back into, which I have on the way. One being Avengers for the PS5. Um, I started playing a little bit of the PS5 version, played a lot of the PS4 version, and they added Hawkeye and Kate Bishop for their first DLC packs, and that's when I stopped playing. Because I was like, okay, you just added the same character twice. They're not really identical, but they have very similar moves, and they're like the same character pretty much. But then like, I watched Hawkeye, you know, and I was like, okay. Uh, I actually like these characters a lot more now. I mean, I liked, Haw I liked uh, Hawkeye himself from Avengers a lot more whenever end game happened and he turned to the Ronin he had a deeper story in that movie uh I appreciated that a lot actually and then the show just made me love him a lot more and then obviously Kate Bishop um and then obviously there's a Black Panther DLC uh voiced by Christopher what's his name Christopher Judge the guy behind Kratos and yeah that's him um and then like I, I haven't finished that I haven't finished the Hawkeye storylines and then I finished watching No Way Home recently, and then, of course, they added Spider-Man, even though it looks like shit compared to the Spider-Man game, which I have just 100%ed pretty much, and the um, the other games that you kind of see him in. I think Fortnite. It was Fortnite. But, yeah, like, overall, like, when is it the right time to hop back into old games? Is it worth checking out certain things that you kind of left in the, in the wayside? Because um, I know, like, Avengers, I was pretty much sold off of that because... After the Hawkeye DLCs came through and I was like, okay, they're not really adding enough enough content for me. Uh, they've done a lot since then. They've added the ability to pick any hero and just have copies and multiples of heroes in a, in a match. And then they also had the ability of um, playing the new stories and trying out all the new characters. And I think that, you know, with the advancements they've done, including Spider-Man and... Uh, basically all this new content and new costumes and uh added more raids and stuff whatever they're called that all being added kind of makes me want to hop back into it also like i do have the platinum that i still want to like work on for that a little bit uh one of the trophies is getting fi uh, 50 forgot what they're called they're basically like raid missions that are kind of long and there is a trophy for beating 50 of them and there's not really a way to track it. I haven't really tried doing it on PlayStation 5 because that typically does track your trophies. So I hope that is tracked. That would be kind of cool. A little bit easier to manage. Um, but I do want to hop back into that. And I, I think like the progress, the, the progression they've done on that game is beneficial. But like it's not really speaked about much whenever you're, you know, you kind of let that game go to the back of your head and you're just like, okay, it's gone. Um, so I, I was kind of like reconsidering it recently. I was like, I, I kind of want to jump back in because, you know, there's not really a lot to play right now in terms of new experiences. So revisiting older experiences might be necessary, might be helpful during this time where there's not anything new. Um, I know that's kind of backwards thinking, but you get what I'm saying. Uh, another game I wanted to get into was Watch Dogs Legion. I had the season pass for that when it first came out, and they've added more DLC to it. Um, they've added certain characters to it. And it's just, I and I did enjoy that game a lot when I was playing it on PS4. And then the PS5 version came out. And I don't think my save fully transferred. 
And on top of that, when I did the save transfer thing, I guess, it didn't pop any of my trophies. So I think what I'm going to do is whenever that game does get to my house, I'm going to pop it in and start a new save and just start from start from scratch, relearn the mechanics and start going. Uh, that Bloodlines DLC that was on there as well that they had added before I had talked about on the podcast, I actually really enjoyed that. And, you know, I appreciate that they constantly Im- like improve some of these games. Like, for example, Watch Dogs and Avengers both have a lot of content that they've added since. I mean, I know Watch Dogs, it's not all free content. Um, I mean, shit, uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla added a free thing recently and a paid DLC for it. So there is a lot of stuff being updated right now. It's just you kind of have to be aware of what you've been playing. So I highly recommend if anybody has a game that they kind of fell off or they know that there's DLC for or you just like and you know there might be some new stuff on it, go check it out. Go revisit it. I mean, even small things like Monster Hunter World getting 60 frames on PS5, uh, you know, Last of Us 2 getting a 60 frame patch, like certain games getting 60 frame patches and performing better on newer consoles. Maybe you got one for Christmas and you were just like needing a reason to hop back on something and there's no new games and you want to use your system, try these old ones. You'd be surprised at the amount of things that are actually running a lot better on the newer consoles. Monster Hunter World runs at the uh, the fidelity mode at 60 frames, which um, which is impressive because if you do fidelity mode on PS4 on that game, it'll be 30 frames. Uh, and it's, it's obviously, you see that benefit on the new systems. This is a small margin of people who do have new new systems, so I understand that not everybody can do that. But um, there are many reasons out there to kind of like go back into these older games and see what's up. Go check out things because uh, you know if you look at your backlog, if you have a backlog, <laughs> unless you're if you're not like me, that's fine. Um, if you don't have a backlog, that's okay. Whatever you probably just cruising along, picking out whatever you want. Um, people like me who are kind of keeping track of like the things that we haven't really finished on games and kind of things we want to go revisit. Uh, it is kind of helpful to consider games that have been updated a bunch since launch. Uh, I do kind of wish there was like a better way to kind of keep track of these things and be like, Oh, like even when DLC drops, it's not really a big deal. There's, I mean, you might see a trailer somewhere on YouTube, but there's not really a signifying thing that goes, Hey, here's your game updated. Uh, sometimes very rarely on like PlayStation will have a notification saying, Hey, this game recently had a DLC, or if it's something that you kind of follow, it'll kind of update you or you'll get an email. Um, but like, if you don't keep track of those things, it can be kind of easy to let it go by the wayside and just completely forget about it. Um, so I, I'm very excited to hop back into Watch Dogs Legion and Avengers and even Deathloop. Deathloop hasn't really been progressed much, but I do think that I need to finish that game. I haven't even finished it. Um, I made it pretty far, but I kind of fell off because I was just like, okay, I get the gist of it. I, you know, I kind of want to let it go for now. Um, but now that there's not much else to play and once I beat guardians and I'm going to be like, I need something else to play, something I want to jump into. Um, obviously there's tons of things to play, but yeah, it's just, it's just a thing to consider. Uh, (laughs) I don't really know where else I'm going with it. That's all I wanted to say. I feel like, um, this would be helpful for, kind of working through a backlog or just trying something new or having something to play now until stuff does come next year, uh, whether it be late January or whenever it gets to a point where a game comes out that you are interested in, it might be a while. So, um, 
yeah, go check out these games. Uh, don't forget that there's a lot of sales going on right now. If you got any gift cards or new consoles, I would consider maybe checking out some of the previous episodes of the podcast. We have talked about a lot of them. We even reviewed a bunch of them. Most of our reviews start with spoiler-free and kind of jump into spoilers later. We typically talk about it in the episode. Unless it's something that we kind of are just like, this is all spoilers, we'll say it. Or if it's not spoilers, we'll be like, all right, spoiler-free. Um, so yeah, go check that out. We have a ton of episodes, over 200, or I guess about to be over 200 uh, starting next Monday. Um, but yeah, I appreciate you guys listening today. I know this is a little shorter content than usual. I think tomorrow or possibly Thursday, we will be doing the Hawkeye review. Um, and then we will do a year wrap up on Wednesday and a game of the year stuff on Friday. Uh, and then Hawkeye review might be on Tuesday, depending on what day we do it on, but I appreciate everybody listening. I know it's been a, you know, it's a, it's a uh, busy time of year. Um, in life. So I appreciate you guys checking out the podcast. If you guys are at work, uh, I hope you guys are having a great day and I will see you guys tomorrow back at it with another episode and I'll see you then.